SAS, RAS, and now NAS. Meter is here with networking as a service. That's NAS. To bring fast, secure, reliable internet, networking, and Wi-Fi to your warehouse. With just one monthly rate and no upfront costs, Meter allows you to focus on getting connected and getting moving. No installation or hardware cost and just one monthly fee allows IT teams to do more with less. And most importantly, warehouses save time on network troubleshooting, avoid expensive downtime, and get an overall happier IT team. Meter is already powering connectivity for companies with millions of square feet, including Stored, GoBolt, Eho, Trove, and more. Why not add your name to that list? Go to meter.com slash the new warehouse to get your first month free. That's meter.com slash the new warehouse for your first month free. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin with the New Warehouse Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. And on today's episode, I am going to be joined by Faison Sheikh. He is the CEO and co-founder at AvidBots. And AvidBots is focused on robots automated, but for the cleaning aspect of the warehouse. So we're going to hear a little bit about AvidBots, what it is they do, why the focus on on cleaning. I'm interested in that. Uh, I think it's a great thing, but I'm, I'm curious where that kind of came into play. And a little bit on Faison's background as well. So Faison, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Kevin. Yeah, happy to have you on. Definitely happy to learn more about Avibots. I got a little peek at, at what you guys were doing at Promat there a little bit. So definitely interested to, to dive a little bit deeper. But I'm curious, since you're the, the co-founder here at, at Avibots, I'm, I'm curious about your, your background and, and what kind of led you up to starting to come up with this concept for Avibots and, and ultimately founding the company. Yeah, sure. So I studied robotics at Canada's top engineering school, along with my co-founder, Pablo. So that's where we met. After we graduated from university, both of us went out and worked in industry. Mm. And, you know, after some time, decided to start a robotics company. Initially, when we were starting a robotics company, we were looking at solving the problem of snow cleaning because we're based oh, in Canada okay. and it's super cold here. There's a lot of snow. For yeah. Most of, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and, and Pablo would have back problems, you know, shoveling a lot of snow. So I think it was mm-hmm. like solving his own problem type of thing. Yeah. But then we pivoted away from snow cleaning to autonomous cleaning for commercial and mm. industrial spaces pretty quickly after that. Because we wanted to go indoors rather than outdoors. Okay. Makes the problem more constrained. Mm-hmm. in some ways and also it's a worldwide problem snow is not mm-hmm. a worldwide problem it's a canada problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's very true interesting so so I, i'm curious i mean at what point like because you, you said you both went into to industry uh first after after school right i mean what at, at what point were 
you're kind of like, ah, like, you know, it's time to, to do something on our own. It's time to explore something different. I mean, what really was kind of that catalyst that, that pushed you to? Well, that? I mean, Pablo and I have a little bit different track here and how mm-hmm. we came up and joined forces. But, you know, I, when I was in university, I was trying to create a company back then. I was trying to turn my final year design project, which was a stair climbing security robot mm, into a okay. company and, yeah. you know, sell that robot to police and stuff like that. But, you know, my, my family economic situation didn't allow for me to not have a job and no, not, no mm. paycheck. Yeah. So I didn't do that <laughs> then. And so, yeah, for me, the timing was perfect when Pablo actually is the one who called me and talked about joining forces. We, we were, you know, after, after we started working in the industry, we were both working in Ottawa together mm. in, in different companies, but in the same city. So, yeah, I mean, he, he happened to give me a call and started telling me about this cleaning robot idea and, <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> interesting, interesting. So, uh, I mean, and then the, I, I mean, you kind of said there, I mean, it's for the switch from, from the snow cleaning and I'm sure up there, I mean, you guys could probably do an automated Zamboni as well. All the hockey up there is too. I um, think somebody's doing that. I'm not, I think I did uh, see something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think somebody's also doing automated snow cleaning. At least there's a few people trying. It's a pretty mm. hard problem. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, especially because, you know, you think about the cold, the extreme cold and like all the moving parts and mechanical things too, like yeah. doesn't necessarily always love that kind of atmosphere. So, so, so you pivot to, to cleaning now and, and I'm curious as well. I mean, you started with snow cleaning. So, I mean, maybe that's kind of the transition there, but it, on the same regard, I mean, there's all these robotics companies out there trying to address different parts of the operation, industrial space, whether it's moving material, moving pallets, unloading trucks, picking items, all, all these different things. But, but why, why did you seem to kind uh, hone in on and and really pick up on that that cleaning aspect of the uh, industrial space so i mean particularly like in, a, in a warehouse setting i mean why why did that really stick out as a major need for you guys to to solve i mean look it's a it's a from an automation perspective it's low-hanging fruit not from a technical perspective like it's yeah. actually a very involved technology problem however for a customer let's say a warehouse customer we're not directly touching boxes, right? Mm-hmm. And so the it, it's easier to get going and adopt that type of automation, whereas mm-hmm. like other types of automation and warehouses requires ex- pretty extensive pilots, like one year lo- long pilots. And then, because they're trying to validate technologies that are touching the boxes, mm-hmm. which we're not. So that's one. And the second one from a, why are customers interested in automating their cleaning? It's table stakes. You have to clean your warehouse. Mm-hmm. Actually, a cleaner warehouse is safer for the people who work there mm-hmm. and also improves the productivity and throughput of a warehouse, which is a key KPI for them. So it's also directly related to employee morale. Like, you know, if you can picture, if you can, working in a warehouse like full time, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough work. So yeah. now, on top of that, if your warehouse is is like a freaking dump, uh, it it it's yeah. it's it creates a more mental burden and strain. So, uh, people are trying to at least have a clean place mm-hmm. for the people who show up and make it make it a bit more attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's so important. I mean, as you know, 
former warehouse manager and now someone has their own fulfillment center. I mean, the, the cleanliness is, is, you know, so important as well. Like you said, for, for those aspects from a, like a safety perspective, a well-being perspective, and just, you know, not having stuff all over the place and, and being organized make, makes such a difference. And, and, and uh, also sure. Kevin, just to add here, when most warehouses, when they clean, right, they don't have, like a cleaner who shows up, they typically have somebody whose job is to move boxes and pallets who has to get off their forklift or get off, get out of their regular duties and get on this Zamboni style machine and mm. start cleaning the warehouse. So anytime that happens, they are not affecting the core KPI. Mm. So, which is moving boxes and throughput of the efficiency of the warehouse. Yeah. So, automating things that are not moving the needle directly for you. I mean, that makes, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's interesting too, because, you know, you look at, and, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, you may have somebody that's maybe dedicated depending on the size of your operation to, to cleaning and, and things like that, or you know, maybe like a shared task, but oftentimes like that's the first thing that like you're going to look at is like, how do we reduce that or how do we cut that, right? When like business is slow or, or something like that, when in reality it's something that you always need. So it's it's not something that really you should, you should just like turn off because the money's not there. Like, you know, it, like you got to figure it out. So, I, I mean, I think, Moving towards that, the automation of that task, at least, you know, and cleaning the the floors and, and the floor scrubbers and, and things like that, I mean, is, is really important because I, I know I've been in those situations where they're like, you know, the budget needs to be cut or, or we lose the person that's cleaning and then it's like, well, we could take care of the trash and like we'll figure out when to scrub the floors a, another time or something, right? And then it builds up and then it gets, it just gets worse. It, it's not a... It's not a great position to be in, and it's certainly not a position that you it's, want to it's be in. It's not right? sustainable. It, yeah. it, it, it's, not, it's not sustainable. Stop cleaning your warehouse and watch your attrition spike. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's certainly something that I think operationally is a is a must, as you said. I mean, I, I've seen somewhere else where, you know, cleanliness is like not top of mind, and it's not like you don't want to be in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's also uh, if management. And, mm-hmm. you know, luckily we're not seeing management do that. We're seeing management in, uh, in a, for clients who are avid bots choosing to keep the cleaning. Mm-hmm. But if management decides to even consider that type of thing, right? Like we're going to stop cleaning. Yeah. You have to really ask yourself, what message are you sending the employees? Yeah. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're giving up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very true. Right. I, I mean, cause I, I think that's the thing is like people are, are coming to work and you know, they're expecting the the basic things to be done. Like which yeah. is, is cleaning, like the trash is going to be taken out. The bathroom is going to be clean. You know, it's not going to be a, a mess in here. Like I'm not going to feel uncomfortable or anything like that. I think it's, it's super important. So it's great that you guys are addressing one part of that, that cleaning aspect and, and automating it because I, I think it's something, like you said, it is a, like a low hanging fruit, but it's something that I think like we don't think of right away or, or some people don't think of right away because, you know, they're so focused on like getting, you know, those, those boxes in the door and the boxes out the door, basically, right. The shipping aspect. So, so tell us a little bit about the actual solution, the new Neo 2W that you guys have, have recently come out with how, what, what's involved in that? How does it work? What is what does it do? How does it keep us clean? Give us all the, all the details. 
Yeah, so Neo2W is a product that we just launched a couple of weeks back. It's a Neo2 robot by Abbott Bots that's optimized for the warehouse mm. as well as industrial settings. So the W stands for warehouse. Oh, okay. um, yeah, so what's different about it than the standard Neo2? It has something called the debris diverter. Okay. So uh, houses have a lot more debris on the floors mm-hmm. owing to the kind of you know processes that are happening within the warehouse. Yeah. Saran wrap, wood shrapnel from pallets, you, you name it, cardboard boxes, it's all there on the floor. And that stuff is, it can kill a scrubbing ro- robot or a manual yeah. scrubbing machine because it can get uh get get in the pipes of the vacuum and yeah, and, like and completely choke it yeah. yeah so and when you do that your machine will start leaving dumps of water mm-hmm. which is a giant safety hazard so we have been working with clients on this this was the feedback that would kept coming that how can we make this better so this is the first thing neo the breed of water is a standard part of the neo 2w solution okay on the hardware side but now on the software side we have done two things. One is advanced obstacle avoidance. So using AI machine learning, we are detecting uh, obstacles on the floor that are specific to warehouses, mm-hmm. like pallets, like the tines of forklifts and other material move- moving equipment. And we are doing that without false positives. So that's, you know, mm-hmm. for, for those who want to think about how hard that problem is, it's, it's quite hard. So we're doing that. And then the second thing is, we're not just cleaning in racking areas. Okay. We're also cleaning in the areas that in the industry terminology, it's called bulk areas. Mm-hmm. So even without racking, we are able to navigate that environment using an update to our autonomy software that's optimized for cleaning in that this type of warehouse environments. Interesting. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's super important, the debris diverter that you touched on, because I, I know... In my experience, even like at the last warehouse, I was a manager, and I mean, we were, we, we had a guy, and and he would you know do his he had he would had the ride on scrubber, and you know all the time like he was stopping because it was getting you know clogged up, and he was pulling out like you said the the wood from the pallet. I think was the biggest one he was always kind of running into, or even you know get stuck like on the, the squeegee, and then you're like streaking and and all these different things. So. So it's super important that you, you've thought of that and applied this to this like warehouse focused model. But uh, I'm curious when it's diverting that debris, I mean, is that it's it's still collecting the debris in some way or is it just kind of leaving it to the, the side it's and diver- somebody has got to come pick it up? It's diverting it to the side. So mm-hmm. if you want to think about like, okay, what what is the improvement here yeah. other than the robots not getting choked? What's the, the improvement is that before for either a manual machine, if it's operated by a, a human being or uh, the standard Neo2 robot, you had to do something called pre-sweeping. You right. had to sweep ahead of the robot as the robot was or the manual machine was going. Mm. And the thing is, it's not like you can pre-sweep and then come back in two hours and get to the area and clean it because in two hours, there will be a lot more crap again on the floor, yeah. which will choke the machine. So now what we're doing is we're saying you don't have to do it pre, you know, you can, we're, we're just going to divert it to the side and you can do it when it's convenient for the business to do it. So it's still debris that has to be picked up, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be picked up in that strict order that existed before. 
Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. That's interesting. Cause it's kind of, if you have to do the pre-sweep, it's almost, I mean, it's in a sense, almost like eliminating the, the benefit of the, the automation. Cause it's like, you still have to have somebody almost in front of it, like doing, doing that thing. So, so I, I definitely see the the benefit there. And I, I think that can be something uh, maybe in the, the future as well. Like there's some kind of automated vacuum that comes along and takes all that, that debris up. Is that, is that something that maybe you guys are, are thinking about? Yeah. We're always thinking about ways yeah. to take the automation to the next level to continuously reduce the amount of human input needed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's such a, a necessity on that, that cleaning side as well too, because like we talked about, I mean, it, it's so, so hard to, I guess, keep up with that in, in some cases, especially with labor challenges and, and things of that nature. I mean, are, are you seeing, um, especially at ProMat recently, I'm, I'm curious, I mean, are, are you guys getting a lot of feedback or inquiries like where people are struggling to to keep labor and you know they're looking at automating these types of tasks to to kind of help combat that yeah definitely there's a big labor shortage people in industrial warehouse spaces they're having real challenges hiring and then retaining people Mm. and if you're going to give them a bad workplace with which is not clean yeah and the management is sending a message that it's not not clean at all and not something we care about and it's even harder so people are automating their cleaning because one they can't find the labor Mm. and retain it and second they want to automate their cleaning so that no matter what the cleaning is getting done and the warehouse doesn't become a dump so that the people who are already here start getting depressed and and leave (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely i mean it goes a long way for the the retention there as you're you're mentioning i mean i think it's it's super important to have that comfortable work environment and i think it's become so much more important i think in the past couple years since you know labor has become so so scarce and trying to get in into this industry whereas i think you know in the the past like the warehouse was kind of like you know, look down upon a little bit, like, oh, like, you know, they just work in the warehouse. Right. And, and, but now it's like, you know, it's, it's a good thing, I think, because, you know, those workers are getting treated kind of more, you know, fairly and equally to, to like the office employees and, and getting those types of kind of amenities and, you know, cleanliness and things like that to help keep them there. So, which I think is an important thing. So it's great that you guys are able to, to help companies kind of achieve that more and, and do it in a more efficient, meaningful way and an automated way. So really interesting to, to learn about this and learn about the Neo 2W. And I think, you know, cleanliness in the warehouse is an absolute must. I actually, when, I used to interview potential warehouse workers. One of the interview questions was if they, if they like to clean or not, <laughs> just to make sure that they would be a good fit for that. So, so with this, I mean, you guys just recently came out with the Neo Two W, which is warehouse focused, right? Which we talked about. Now, what what does the future of Avid Bots look like in the next couple of years? Yeah. So, I mean, we're actively helping customers automate their cleaning operations in warehouses and outside of warehouses as well. But we're talking about Neo 2W. So Mm -hmm. talking about warehouse and industrial spaces right now. So we'll continue to do that and lead this transition from manual to autonomous cleaning. And obviously being a robotics company, we are working on more robots and I can share more about them at a future time. But yeah. We're cooking up more stuff to help automate more 
things for the world. Mm, okay, interesting, yeah. and, and we'll definitely be very interested to to hear more about that in the the future. Since I, I guess you can't give us any teasers right now, it sounds like, but uh, <laughs> we'll definitely be very interested to see that. And I think you know it's great that what you guys are doing on the the cleaning side, and and really. Uh, appreciate that and that you've worked on automating that part of our, our processes, which I think is so, so critical to keeping a lot of our other processes running smoothly and, and efficiently. So, so thank you for that. So if, if people are interested in learning more about AvidBots, how can they do that? They can, they can go to our website. It's www.avidbots.com. I will spell AvidBots. A-V-I-D. B-O-T-S, avidbots.com. Okay, great. And we'll definitely put that information at thenewwarehouse.com as well so people can easily find it. So Faison, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from The New Warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for The New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.